Hi everybody, it's Scott Fox. Thanks for tuning in. It's time for another episode of my favorite entrepreneurship podcast. And, well, that's this one you're listening to. Thanks for tuning in. Today I've got kind of a different episode for you. I've never done this before. I'm actually going to post an interview, a live interview I did with a very talented young entrepreneur. And we're going to show you that, or I guess uh, play it for you, so that you can enjoy it just as if you had been at the very exclusive swanky debut event at a brand new hotel here that I recently hosted. We had 100 plus people in the room uh, as part of a startup grind event to hear Andy Nguyen, who is the founder of Afters Ice Cream, which is a local chain uh, here in Orange County, California. And Andy's opened 15 restaurants with his partners in just three years, as well as launched five other new uh, restaurant concepts. So he's basically just kicking butt. (laughs) And uh, all paid for by himself and his partners out of cash flow, no outside money. And they've done it largely by marketing through social media, to millennials. So he's got a real interesting take on how to be a successful entrepreneur, how to use social media to reach millennials and young people, how to take advantage of, say, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and that sort of thing. And I think you'll enjoy his tips. So that's what I'm going to play for you today. Now, this is one of our special uh, special deal podcasts. Uh, I'm Scott Fox, and I'm a longtime internet entrepreneur. I've written several books about internet entrepreneurship. I run an online forum called the Masterminds Forum, mastermindsforum.com, where I coach people from all over the world to start their own internet businesses. And basically, I'm a startup guy, and I'd like to help you too. One of the things I've done the most in my uh, past oh, 10 years or so, I've been podcasting, but very intermittently. I was a pioneering podcaster, but then I got away from it because, honestly, it takes a lot of work. So here's the deal. I am here because I want to help you. I'm not selling anything. I'm just offering advice, and today we're offering advice uh, that took me a lot of uh, energy to book this event and record it and provide it for you. So uh, from all over the world, you get to listen to to this for free. It was a ticketed, paid event, of course. And um, you can listen to this, and you can listen to all my other podcasts. There's over a 100 of them in the archive here. If any of that's helpful to you, I hope it is, and that's why I'm doing this. So in return, here's the special deal. Will you tell somebody about the show? Will you... Write a review on iTunes. Will you share this on Facebook? Um, Maybe uh, create some kind of clever graphic and put it on Instagram or Pinterest, wherever you hang out. Basically, I'm going to share the information for free. If you could please pay me back with some feedback and a little bit of marketing. That would be awesome. All right? So we've got a win-win situation. So if you've got questions for me you'd like me to answer in a future episode, you can email radio at scottfox.com. That's radio at scottfox.com. Or I'd be happy to hear from you with uh, suggestions or tips about the show. And I need to know basically that somebody's listening. So if you're listening, please let me know you are. And if you have an extra second, please write a review on iTunes or on, uh, you know, share it on Facebook and so forth, like I said. So, all right, so let's get to this. This is an inspiring story. It's full of good tips. Um, what you're going to hear is an interview, a fireside chat, they call it. Call it. I was on stage at the local AC Hotel. It's a brand-new hotel in the ballroom there, and we had a great turnout. The thing sold out, triple sold out. And you're going to hear about where Andy's from, what he's about, 
how he dropped out of school, some of his failures with his first businesses, how he turned his own interests and hobbies into those businesses. Uh, sounds like Click Millionaires, right? <laughs> to turn your own interests and hobbies into businesses. Plus tips on how he's built his businesses with zero outside money and through millennial marketing using free social media like Instagram. Then there's a section of audience Q&A, so you'll hear people ask him things like, uh, what would you do differently, and how does he work with partners, what are his content strategies, and stuff like that. Very interesting tactical stuff that it's hard to get anywhere else. So I'm doing this for you for free. If you like it, please pay me back with some feedback and some marketing. And then stay tuned at the end because I'll be back with some wrap-up comments. And don't forget to check out the 100-plus other episodes at scottfoxradio.com. All right, here, enjoy. Okay, so welcome. Welcome to uh, Wednesday night in Irvine. Welcome to the beautiful new AC Hotel. Okay, so I'm Scott Fox, and I am the chapter director for Startup Grind in Orange County. And uh, those of you that don't know, uh, Startup Grind is a global organization in 250 cities worldwide, so just about every country you can imagine. And our mission is to help nurture entrepreneurs and startups. And um, I think it's a cool mission. And uh, we're a community service, and I'm a volunteer, and we put these things together so that people like you can all come together and build a community um, that personally I see is a bit lacking here in Orange County. Um, so I've gotten involved myself over the last few months, and uh, we've been holding several masterminds meetings. You might see there's cards in a lot of your chairs. I started doing those meetings down at WeWork by the Spectrum, um, where we get entrepreneurs together in a big circle and just hash out questions and answers and help each other. And those have been uh, really helpful, I think. A bunch of you have been to those, right? You can raise your hands. A lot of you guys, so that's, and they're still coming to this too, so I guess it's working. I guess I should introduce myself. So I, I'm Scott Fox. I'm a longtime internet entrepreneur. That's why I do this. I've been doing dot-com since I was in grad school at Stanford back in the 90s. I funded my first uh, venture capital-backed startup back in 1996, so um, when I was uh, seven. And um, <laughs> we, uh, we've been at it ever since. So and I've written several books. Um, actually, can you hand me the book? I've written three books about, thank you my lovely wife and photographer. Thank you. Um, so this is my third book, um, Click Millionaires. And my books are all about how people can use their own talents and interests to build their businesses online, internet businesses. Um, and um, these are in a bunch of languages. And if that sort of thing interests you, please go to Amazon and buy copies for all your friends. Um, but I actually, I give the money to charity uh, for these. So, um, but my story is that I've been doing dot-coms for as long as anybody, pretty much. And a lot of my friends from Stanford, we went on, and we've done lots of impressive things. And I'm not one of those billionaire guys, but I'm a guy who spent my whole career doing this. And I'm really deeply invested in entrepreneurship. And I think it is what drives our economy. It what drives creativity. It's what can lift Orange County up to the next level where it deserves to be. And I've spent many years in Los Angeles and New York and San Francisco seeing that happen in other cities. And I don't quite see it happening here. And that's why I took over this chapter and why I run these masterminds meetings and so forth. So I hope you are all here to join me in this because I'm trying, honestly, to start a movement, <laughs> okay? And um, this is not easy to do. Oh, oh, oh thank you. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, thank you for that. This is going to be easy. You're a great crowd, a great crowd. So the reason I would do this is because I, I want to be honest about entrepreneurship. And I think a lot of the media covers entrepreneurship all wrong. And um, we have a real entrepreneur with us tonight, not an internet entrepreneur per se, although he knows a lot about the internet, which is going to be very interesting. We're going to talk about millennial marketing and social media marketing and, and all the things he's done to build some really incredible uh, company brands and his own personal brand. And we'll get that, that in a minute. But um, 
I just, I think it's really important to recognize that entrepreneurship is hard, and that's why it's called startup grind. It's a grind. And the media tends to cover it as some sort of magical success story. Some guy has an idea in his garage, and then he magically has a cousin who gives him a couple million in venture capital, and three weeks later, he's public, right? And it's like, that's just not how it works. And the media just oversimplifies this. So I think, I guess, my work is devoted to helping entrepreneurs relate to each other and help each other because it is a grind. And it can be really rewarding because you work for yourself, right? You wear what you want, you get up when you want, you do what you want, and you work with people you like. Uh, and there's a lot of benefits uh, to that that are underappreciated. And um, basically, um, that's a long way of saying I'm starting a support group for entrepreneurs, <laughs> and you're all invited, <laughs> okay? So 12 step, yes. Yeah, so the first step is come to a couple meetings and admit you have a problem. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so Startup Grind uh, is, is, uh, believes in that as well, and they have three principles of Startup Grind, and they are these. Uh, you might have seen them on the website. We believe in giving, not taking. We believe in helping others. And we believe in making friends, not contacts. So that's what we're trying to do here. So I would hope that you will all have a good time tonight. Um, I'd like you to all introduce yourselves to each other, have a good time, um, trade some business cards. Um, and I, have a, I don't want you to be too shy. Don't be too cool. Okay, Everybody's here for the same reasons. All right, the, Somebody may look cool or snobby, but they're not. They're here. They're here for the same reasons you are. Right? So trade the business card, have a drink, and um, make some friends. And that's, I think, what can help all of us. And it's that... I always mess this up. It's the boats, the rising, rising tide lifts all the boats, right? So that's, that's what I'm trying to do here. Um, so my goal for you guys is everybody should meet at least five people before they go home tonight, okay? That's your homework, five people, all right? That's, that's my goal for you. If you can all meet five people, we'll, right there we will have done something impressive for Orange County, right? Because there's actually there are um, over 90 of you RSVP. This sold out twice. I had to keep raising the cap, and we filled the room, which is awesome. So thank you all for participating. So, um, so our speaker tonight, <clears throat> get my announcer voice on, king of the startup hustle, millennial marketing master, out of control foodie, social media and ice cream phenomenon, Andy Wynn! <laughs> there he is. Awesome. Thanks, Andy. Mike's working? Yeah, yeah I think Mike's so. Good. All right. All right. Did I embarrass you enough? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. It makes people feel good and makes everybody feel good. All right. So uh, Andy's here. He's a local guy. So we're going to talk a little bit about his background. Uh, he was recently married. So congratulations on your wedding. Right. Very nice. Very nice. Um, usually at this point, you know, the, the introducer does a big introduction, but I'm going to let him talk because he knows his story better than I do. Um, so let's just jump right in, you know. Who are you and what do you do? And especially if you can throw some numbers in, like I know you've opened a bunch of restaurants. And, you know, what's the, what's the uh, summary version? And then we'll dig into some details. Uh, my name is Andy Nguyen. I was uh, born and raised in uh, Westminster, California. Uh, Vietnamese American, um, troubled kid, got kicked out of school my freshman year, felt the low points of my life, um, had to figure things out, went to, went to college for a year and a half and ended up dropping out. Learning what, and my friend, my friend pretty much tricked me to start my first company. He told me you could start your own company at 19, and I was like, "What? You can't? You really can?" So I ended up starting my first brand at uh, 19 years old. Um, I didn't even know what the word entrepreneurship meant when I was 19 years old. So this uh, this word has been only in my mind for like the last 
decade or so. Right, right. So, yeah. What was your very first entrepreneurial thing? Even like if you were a little kid doing something, what was the first thing you did? If I, if I look back, the, the first thing I probably did was trying to sling these like backpacks that had like speakers in it. So I was trying to sell those, but that didn't, that didn't work out so well. Uh, <laughs> right on. Yeah. And where'd you get them? I went to a trade show, and then I saw these things. I was like, these are, these are pretty cool. Right. And you could walk around and play music out of them. Right. But the next thing you know, I'd, I'd go to Disneyland with them, and I'd, I'd pump rap music to the speakers, and then I forget that, you know, it's not censored, so the families would look at me like you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Old school social media marketing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what was your first company then, the first one you started? Uh, with my first company was in a real estate appraisal. Um, I had no idea about anything in the real estate market. My uh, best friend just told me that, you know, you can make a lot of money doing real estate. I was like, okay, that's, I guess that's interesting. Good place to start. Yeah, uh, money, yeah, cool, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I said, I had known nothing about real estate, but I'm down, and we kind of figured it out, and I was the only one in my, my group of friends that got our real estate appraisal license. Um, I did that about two years until the market crashed. And um, yeah, I mean, I made a lot, at 19 to 21, I made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you left that, and you, what was next? Well, I left it because I realized I hated it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, uh, real estate's not for me. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't really care about houses. Um, it doesn't interest me. Um, yeah, so I, I um, ended up going into um, fashion. Okay. Um, the obvious next step. The obvious next right, step right, after right. real estate. Yeah, fashion, of course. Right, right, right. Um, how did I get into fashion? Uh, my friend, my friend at the time was starting his own uh, clothing brand, and he he called me up. He said, uh, "I need I need a model." He's like, "Can you model for me?" I was like, "I'm not a model." He's <laughs> like, uh, "I'll give you free clothes." I was like, "Okay, I'm in. Like, whatever clothes you want me to do, I'll do it." So I ended up doing the photo shoot, and then um, next thing you know, uh, he needed he needed an office, and we ended up sharing an office together. And I was so intrigued by that industry. I was like, "This is this is a lot more fun than doing real estate." I was like, "I I, I don't care about the real estate thing. I'm just like enamored and watching." How you design, how you market, how, you, how you're doing, a, how, you, how you're building your customer base, and that's what I I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And then um, he ended up shutting his company down. And he was planning to start another. He was starting another brand, and I asked him, I was like, "Can I invest my money into your brand?" And he told me no. Mm, told me no. So I was like, so I was like, I was fired up. I was like, "What? <laughs> I can do this. I can do this. I can do this really well. Like, give me a chance at it." He's like. I don't think you're ready. So I got mad, and I told my best friend, I was like, hey, I don't like this real estate thing anymore. Let's go start our own clothing brand. So we ended up starting our own line in 2006. Wow. Yes. And then that, how did that turn into a chain of restaurants and ice cream? Um, clothing. Clothing, <laughs> clothing, I learned a lot of, I picked up a lot of skills throughout that time period. So I had a brand called I'm King, uh, short for Imaginary Kingdom. Uh, at the time, we were selling to stores like Zoomies, Tilly's. Karma Loop, um, stores around the world. Um, I learned I learned networking through it. I met a lot of celebrities, rappers. Um, I learned how to manage a team. I learned how to do learn how to do shipping. Learn how accounting. Learned about paperwork through my attorney, which is here by the way. <laughs> Shout out to Nick Myers who Shout introduced us. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> um, and and I learned I picked up a lot of my 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 skills and traits through that through that past seven years. And during the past seven years, um, I got bored. Right. I got bored. And Does that sound familiar? Any of you get bored with your corporate gig? Yeah? So when I got bored, 
like I started finding new hobbies. And when I was traveling to trade shows and, and um, events, I started noticing like interesting ice cream stores in other states and other countries. I'm like, why don't we have anything like this back home? Right. All we have is Baskin Robbins, uh, Rite Aid, yeah, Cold Stone, which, which are great by the way, but they weren't interesting. Mm -hmm. and, and back in Orange County, you know, we were looking for something to fill a void or like having unique flavors, having something that was open late. Because after, after 9 o'clock, Orange County kind of just dies out. Yeah, I thought it was a law, right? Isn't <laughs> yeah. that a law? <laughs> <laughs> Until we disrupted it. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Um, so Afters is the lead brand that you have these days. So tell anybody that they, doesn't know what Afters is about. Um, Afters Ice Cream is, is a store that we launched in Fountain Valley, California, um, a little over three and a half years ago. Um, we're known for the Milky Bun, which is our version of the ice cream-filled donut. Uh, cold ice cream on the inside, and we seal a hot donut on the outside, so you, when you bite it, you get hot and cold at the same time. Mm. They, started in, yeah, they started in Fountain Valley, and now there are how many? Um, we have 15 locations now, 15 locations. three and a half years later. Excuse me? The ice cream? The milky bun? No. Just the ice cream. Just no, the, no buns. Yeah, no buns. Right. So 15 locations in three years. Yeah. Yeah, and a few more on the way, right? Uh, another 15 before the year closes out. 15 more. Right. Wow. Yeah, right. <laughs> So this is a guy, so I met him in April, and we've been trading emails, obviously, to prep for this ever since, and, and texts and Instagrams and phone calls, whatever. But every time he sends me an email, there's another restaurant listed on the bottom of the SIG line. So, and they're not just ice cream, right? What else are you doing? Um, so I, got, I kept getting a lot of opportunities, and more ideas started brewing throughout my mind. And uh, now I have eight, food, eight, eight different food concepts um, down the street here. On uh, Mickelson, there's two restaurants in the trade building called uh, Pig Pen Delicacy. We have two locations. We're opening another five before the year ends. And that's a pork and all bacon, bacon all pork, yeah. mac and cheese buns like crazy. Like like uh, you need a higher trainer after you eat it. Yeah. Uh, pig pen. Pig pen. Yeah. Pig pen. And then uh, there's a seafood concept in there called uh, Portside. It's like our version of like the bad boy style of California fish grill. Like we're like the troublemakers <laughs> of it. Yeah. Nice. Um, there's Milk Box, which is at the district in Tustin. It's a boba concept. Opening our third location in about a week. Uh, Project Poke in Fountain Valley. We got we went viral for the sushi donut. In three days, that, that, that video went 68 million views. Um, oh, sushi donuts. Did you catch sushi that? Sushi donuts. Sushi donuts. Um, the obvious next step. Obvious, <laughs> the, the obvious evolution. <laughs> right, right. Sushi. Um, Neptune's in Cerritos, which is... Uh, Full liquor bar and um, oyster bar. Uh, I'm like blinking out what else is there. Right. He's got yeah. so many he can't keep track. That's awesome, man. So what I think is really interesting about this is it's not just food either, right? Don't you do some other things? Yeah, too, right? I'm dabbling in like eyewear. I do a lot of speaking events. Um, my friends have other projects that they get me involved in to help advise in, in tech and a few different things. And how's this all funded? This is a, anybody's financial background. This is, I, I was an investment banker early in my career, so I'm wondering, how's this guy doing this, right? Where's the money coming from? Self-funded. It's all self-funded. Can you believe that? Yeah. So there's no venture capital involved, no bank loans. Zero, zero yeah. debt, zero loans, never taking right. a loan. All running out of revenue. That's amazing. That's worth, a, that's worth applause. <laughs> yeah. Right on. All right. Okay, so then, so that's the background. So, so why are you doing this? That's the big question. Why? What motivates you? Why? Well, if I, could, I, could, I could really honestly just do afters and probably live off that. Like, I could just build that brand and, and I'll probably be, I'll be done. I, I really don't have to do anything else. Um, 
but like I mentioned, like you know, like I like I like going to different industries where I have different ideas, and I love seeing the impact of things. I love seeing the impact of how Orange County has changed in the food scene in the last three years. Um, uh, me and my friends, we all have our own marketing group. You know, we help we do marketing for um, different restaurants, and, and we love seeing we love seeing their grand opening. We see, love seeing lines on the block, and, and us being a part of that and being able to change change how people view things. If you go to the first Afters ice cream, the sign that it doesn't say Afters ice cream on the on the it says ice cream only, like, and it doesn't even light up. Like that was our like we're we're throwing back at corporate saying like this is we're doing our way of marketing. We're going to be successful our way and our, our our terms. So we made it work. Well, that's the that's the thread I really have enjoyed talking to Andy about is his his commitment to doing things differently, which is the hallmark of an entrepreneur, right? And Orange County could use a shakeup, right? So, of course. So. Talk, talk a little about that. Like, what what is it you want to change, and why are you changing, and how are you changing things? I just I just love seeing different industries become a lot cooler, more unique, um, pushing creative culture. Because you, you hear a lot of people like, I hate my job, I hate my nine to five, I hate what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Then, then do something about it. Like, right. This right. is it's not easy. Like you mentioned right. earlier. Here, here. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. But even for me, I've, I've had I've had failures. Uh, you know, I've had tons of failures. I've had three restaurants that concepts that didn't work out, you know, like right after I started Afters, I launched three other concepts, but I launched it thinking that it could, it could be easy, but it was, it was really tough, and it ended up not working out, mm-hmm. so I just changed my formula, switched my tactics, and um, now I'm on a better roll right now. Right. Yeah. So I know you, some of your um, openings have been huge, like, because right. of social media and things like that, right? The one you were telling me about, was it Cerritos or somewhere you had one where, like, hundreds of people showed up? Uh, the recent one we had, uh, we did a collaboration with the Fast and the Furious. Um, we had Vin Diesel's car in the front, had like thousands of people in the parking lot. Thousands, okay, not hundreds, thousands of people. <laughs> the police ended up shutting us down. Right, right, that's the one, right. That's right. the one, yeah. yeah. And then, then people, they end up charging me a $6,000 bill for somebody doing donuts in the, the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> not ice cream donuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not ice cream donuts. <laughs> right, really, yeah. right, wow. So how do you get that many people to show up? Let's talk about social media a little bit. That's what you're doing, right? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, Afters has built a, a great following over time. Um, a tribute to a lot of personal branding. I've built a lot of, uh, I've had a lot of good supporters along the way. Um, for me, I believe people are not buying into what I do. They're buying into why I do it. Um, they understand that there's a purpose through the, to this, that I always want to give back. That's why I'm coming here tonight. Like, like, I, like I mentioned to you before, like I don't have to come to these events. I don't have to speak. I could be out there opening more, more, more locations. But for me, I wish like, if I could start earlier, I would even, I would have started earlier. If I could learn this knowledge, I could pick it up, and somebody help me, I, I would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So just having a purpose and being able to impact and shake things up and see culture continue to grow. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite social media channel? Uh, Instagram is the most effective for us right now. Yeah. Utilizing photos and being able to tell stories through your images. Right. Yeah. You, you try to tell stories a lot too, right? Correct. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, you know, everyone, everyone loves a great story, you know, like, can sell anyone can sell an ice cream filled donut, but the, it's the, it's well, more not than that. anyone, but <laughs> they, can, they can attempt to. Yeah, right, right. Um, they are, there are copycats out there. Yeah, um, but it's selling it's selling a story. It's getting people, it's getting feedback, engagement, like having people feel something. You know, it's a. If you come to after is why why we work so well. It's that we're not we don't we're not selling ice cream. We're selling a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're the stores black and white. You don't imagine ice cream stores being black and white. With crazy verbiage on the wall, um, the ice cream is blue. Um, putting in a donut, 
hip-hop music blasting through the speakers. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's changing things up. And, yeah, it's a lifestyle choice. Lifestyle. Yeah. And you stay open late, which is <laughs> revolutionary <laughs> around here, right? Right. That's where the after's name came from, right? Yeah, after yeah. dinner, after meal, right. after, something, after anything. After's. So Instagram's been your most successful channel? Yeah, it's, it's been a good way to connect to our audience like immediately. Mm -hmm. And do you do it all yourself or you have, you must have people uh, doing I was it. doing it for about two and a half years. Now I have one of my assistants help me out with that. It's a growing area. I think a lot of people in here would like to know more about that. So follow him and you'll see how it's done. How many followers do you guys have now? Do you, uh, after is about 250,000. Right. In Orange County. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of people. So who is your target market? That's probably helpful to understand. Anyway, anyone that likes, anyone ice, cream likes ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've made a, you've made a mission, really, haven't you, of, of attacking, uh, targeting millennials who may want to stay out late. And yeah, we, all, we always want to try, try to shoot towards the youth. I think the youth commands the future. Um, understanding them and, and knowing that they're always trying to disrupt things. Um, being a little immature, not really understanding things, you're, really, you're more willing to take chances. You know, the older we get, the, the less risky you know, we, uh, we are. Yeah, yeah risk-averse, yeah, for sure. What's the, uh, how, how have you seen Facebook versus Instagram versus Twitter? Like, do you have preferences on those? Uh, it's different. Uh, Facebook is, is great if you're utilizing the ads. If you're using ads and you are using paid advertisement and, and you understand how to use it, then Facebook can be very effective. Um, we don't use it often. Um, we've done pretty well without it. But if, if needed, I think Facebook would be um, pretty strong in the uh, marketplace, especially on like if you're selling like if you're selling like clothing online. I think Facebook ads are, are mm -hmm. ideal. And do you have a separate account for say uh, Fountain Valley versus Mission no, Viejo? Keep it all in one. Keep it on right. one. One the less confusing. And, uh, keep right. it all as one brand. Right. So if you were to expand um, to Nevada or yeah. Florida, you think you'd split it out geographically then? The, the social media. Yeah. yeah we just probably keep one account. Right. And keep everything consistent through right. the product, the marketing, uh, the lifestyle, keep it consistent. Right. Okay. And do you do anything that where you actually produce content specifically for social media? Can you elaborate on that? Well, like, do you, do you, are you blogging? Do you have people writing articles? Or are you posing pictures? Are you doing anything deliberately? Yeah. Or are you just capturing candid stuff? Um, no, we shoot, we, everything, you know, everything is pretty curated. We curate everything. Um, everything is, we don't post like 10, ten times a day. Everything, everything's timed out and planned. So it's a strategic moves that we do. Right. And are you using scheduling tools, or are you having humans do the scheduling? Humans. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right. I still can't find a good scheduling tool yeah. <laughs> across all those media. Um, yeah, another startup. Exactly right. Exactly. Um, well, what would you tell the folks here if they're thinking about um, what not to do? What not have you, to do? What, what have you learned? Um, not to overpost. Overpost, um, okay. Post good content. Like it, it's important because that's your brand. Like What you mm -hmm. post on there... It's pretty much stuck on there. Um, don't you think, don't a lot of people like keep posting though because they're afraid that it's going to move down the feed and nobody's going to see it? Well, if you just post once a day. Well, now, you know it's, that? now it's changed. Now it's based off algorithm now. Mm -hmm. so on Instagram. Little, yeah, Instagram. So it's based a little, uh -huh. it's a little different. On, I think Facebook and Instagram, it's an algorithm. Okay. Um, it's just having good content. And you, once you start posting correctly, you can start noticing a pattern of what works and what doesn't work. Just kind of developing your own style. Right, yeah. right. So then, if you if you're going to open another restaurant, what's your for your new your new uh, concepts? Are you having separate accounts for each of those? Each yeah, each brand yeah, has a different brand, so each brand has a different account. Right, but you're still the Andy behind all of them, right? Yeah, and I have my own personal account. You guys hearing that feed, Brandon? Is that okay? Um, 
So okay, so you're you're still you're still the I am king of all of that, right? <laughs> I, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, nice, nicely done. All right. So what's next? What's what do you um, well, tell them about Passion Chasers a little bit? Oh, Passion Chasers, yeah. I, I, I do a lot of speaking events, a lot of presentations. Um, speak at a lot of schools. Um, I have downtime, then I'll, you know, if I had time, I'd speak all the time. That's, that's kind of what I want to do in, the, in the, the future. You know, a lot right. of consulting, speaking, teaching. Yeah. And then your, your honeymoon, right? The honeymoon, yeah. A couple yeah. weeks of honeymoon yeah. coming up. That's a good thing. All right. Um, well, I think we're going to take some questions. So, guys, get ready. If you have questions, um, there's, you can raise your hands. We've got a mic. We've got a mic to pass around. Okay, plenty of questions. Good. Um, so, a philosophical question I have is just to, until we take some Q&A is, do you think entrepreneurs are born or made? Do you think you can teach somebody to be an entrepreneur? I think so. Yeah, I've, I've, um, I've had a lot of friends in my, my, my circle, a group of friends, and when you see your friends do really well, pretty much you're trying to mimic them. You end up trying to mimic them. Uh, right. what, I, what I tell most people is you look at your five closest friends, you're probably going to talk like them, dress like them, act like them, eat, be similar to the same foods. If you look at me and my friends, we probably all dress alike. Right. So you're like, oh, right. okay, I get it. Right. Um, but they all, they all, you know, they're all really successful, and, and they do well, and they drive me to do better. And, right. and you hang around the trouble, trouble makers, you get in trouble. That's how I got kicked out of school. You know? right. <laughs> there you go. That's a good lesson. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, rather than me talking all night, um, uh, Brandon, we have a handheld mic that we can use for folks in the back. Um, somebody want to uh, – who's back there? can grab that. There we go. You want to start right here with John? Is it John? Sure, yeah, John. Okay. Uh, John. I don't know if you open with this, but how old are you? 32 now. Can you hear him back? He's asked him how old he was. He's 32. How do I look? <laughs> Younger than that. Oh, so you. how old were you when you started your first company? 19 years old. All right. All right. Who's got the mic? Let's, let's bounce back and forth. Go ahead. Did you have a question? Yes. Uh, the speakers that you took from the uh, backpack, are those the ones you're using in the stores? <laughs> no, no, I wish. I think I still have. I think I still have some in the, in my parents' attic or something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Did you have a question? Going back to nineteen years old, what would you advise to give to nineteen-year-old self? What advice would he give to his nineteen-year-old self? Uh, when you when you make a lot of money, don't go to the clubs and pop bottles with it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What's it, John? So when you, when, you have an idea, when you have an idea that you re- truly want to pursue, what's the first step you take to lock it in? I start figuring out which, which team would work best for it. I start calling up my friends and telling them what, this is the idea I want to work with. Well, that's it. So it's about the people. Yeah, so I, I, I don't do any, any, all the companies I own, I don't do it by myself. I always have partners on everything I do. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like doing anything by myself. I enjoy, right. I enjoy community and working with other people and collaborating different ideas. Um, I talk to my friends. Yeah, I have a good team, great team. Um, I find out what... what um, our expertise is and what we're not good at, how we fill that void, how to research and figure out how we can make this work. Um, usually the idea we start with ends up changing to like 30 different iterations before it becomes that, that true concept. Right. Devad? What would you do differently if you are 19 again? Uh, that's, that's tricky. I'm, I'm in a really good place right now, so everything happened for a reason. Um, I, I think... I think for most people, you really need to fall. In, like you need to like feel what like what lulls being like being knocked down, and, and you need to be at your worst to understand like 
to really value how to get to the next level. You, you need a, if you're not falling and, and failing, if you're not failing, then you don't, you don't really understand what it's like, that success means. All right, Let's, um, who's got the mic back there? Ophelia. Hi, I have a question. Um, you mentioned earlier that you failed three yes. times. And, uh, but then you are obviously very successful now. Could you uh, discuss with your thought process about evaluating your mistakes and learning from them and uh, become successful. Okay. Thank you. Um, I hate, I hate, of course I hate, everyone hates failing and everyone hates losing. Um, the thought process was how do we make, keep this going? How do we make this work? Um, the last thing is wanting to throw in the towel. Like my mind is always like how do we make this work? How do we transition? How do we figure this out? Um, so that, how, do, how do you know when to stop then? How, and, the, and, and that point in time, it's, it's tricky. When I, when I was doing clothing, to, when I was at my clothing points, I've had a lot of waves. I had like good waves. I had like moments where we'd, we'd do millions and we'd have seasons where we'd, we'd mess up and we wouldn't be able to ship anything. We'd have production in late and we'd lose millions. Mm. And people don't understand that. Everyone's like, oh, you should be having all this money in your pocket, but it doesn't, it doesn't happen that way. And so when afters came around... When, when, when the clothing was doing bad, I was like, okay, I have to make this work because I don't think I have any other skills outside of this. <laughs> right. I was like, I'm, gonna, I'm screwed. My life's right. over if I don't figure this clothing thing out. Right. But obviously, I had the itch, and I tried afters, and afters exploded in my face. So I was like, okay, well, if I were to ever fail again, I know I could pick back up. I know exactly what to do now. Like, I wouldn't have any doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And when I started the three concepts after afters, um, I learned along the way, like, you know, the, not any partner would just work. And I had a lot of weird partnerships I was in, bad management skills that they had. And I was like, okay, I can't do this. I, I either um, go along with it and burn myself out, or I'm just going to drop it and go to the next project. And I'm like, but now it's like, I'm on to the next project right away. So I'm always thinking, like, okay, if this doesn't work, I'm, on to, I'm ready for the next one. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, how about you? Yeah, you mentioned uh, you work with your partner. Um, All my partners, yeah. We, like, did you guys hear that? He's asking about how does he work with partners on a legal basis? Do you give equity or partnerships? How do you document that? Yeah, um, I have, I have, all my partners have ownership in, in what I do. Um, for me, I believe in fair and equal, um, regardless of how much experience I have or they have. Because no matter how successful you get, when, when you get to that point, once you start making money, everyone's attitude starts changing. Yeah. So if you're like, right. you own less or more, you know, you know it, starts, it gets a little weird. Yeah. For me, I, so I, I do just you keep do 50-50? If, if it's two partners, then yeah, 50 50. Yeah. If there's three partners, then it's 25, 20, you know, mm-hmm. 33, 33, 33. Right, right. Four, that's 25. <laughs> right, right. right. Um, yeah, it just, it just depends on um, who I'm working with. And mm-hmm. if I go in, if I go in it's, we're, we're going even, and that's how it is. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know. Let's do a couple more. How about here? We did not. <laughs> um, She's asking about what projections did he have when they opened the first store for after. We, we, we didn't. We, we were hoping to like if we were doing a hundred hundred dollars a day, we were dancing through the roof. But um, <laughs> well, we were very fortunate to break those numbers by a lot. So we actually we did, we really didn't do production projections. We, we were just hoping maybe if we did like three hundred two three hundred dollars a day, we'd survive. But yeah, we blew that. Um, and was it right away? Did it just? It was. It was. It was, uh, it was literally right away. Right literally away. overnight. Like you could. You, you can't. 
you can't predict that. Like no. we would never have predicted it to be like that. Right. Um, I know the first few days were hundreds of people down the line every single night, just more and more. And then we hit the news, it hit Yahoo's, Yahoo's front page, we hit Huffington Post. And after that, the lines were like down the block and it was like wow. two and a half, three hour waits every single day for, for a year and a half. And we couldn't wow. believe it. And then we opened our second store in Chino Hills and that line was even crazier than the first, the first store. And we're like, okay, we got something. This works. It's like, we're, we're, yeah. we're good now. And did you, I know a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck on this. Did you, for the first store, did you incorporate and have an insurance and, you know, sign a long-term lease? And, like, how much of the admin and an investment did you do, like, thinking we're really in this? Or was it just kind of like we're going to take a one-month lease and hope nobody notices about the insurance uh, we kinda, We kind of got into an interesting situation. So um, <laughs> Afters has about five partners. Um, there's me and my partner, Scott, which are, like, the phase you'll see, like, me and Scott, like, everywhere. Like, you'll see us on, on all the social um, and my best friend from the clothing brands was also part of it. But also, we also have two white owners who are like 65-year-old white men, and you have us three, three Asian guys, and you have us this, this weird dynamic of, of old and young. Um, and That's Orange County for you. Yeah. Um, we happen to, they happen to, uh, they used to own four franchises of pickup sticks, and one location happened to be in Fountain Valley, and he owned the ice cream store next door. He named it Lola's Ice Cream in Delhi. And when... When Scott and I were working on this idea together, um, we, went, we ended up hunting for ice cream stores. And we saw the store that was always closed. We're like, what the hell? Why is this store always closed? Let's, let's, try, let's go try to buy this guy out. Mm-hmm. So we, we offered to um, buy him out. And he said, well, I don't want to get bought out. I, st- I, still, I still like making ice cream. I was like, well, I don't know how to make ice cream, so let's, let's team up. Let's figure, let's figure this out. <laughs> you know, so we sold, him, we sold him in, like, hopes and dreams. We're like, we're going to make this place cool. We're going to change everything around. And... And he was a little reluctant at first, but he ended up giving us a chance. And, uh, you know, we took care of all the renovations. We paid for everything. And how we kind of launched it. Wow. Good. Yeah. Right place, right time. Yeah. All right, let's maybe one more question. Phil. Okay, so my question is about branding. Yes. So how important do you think authenticity is when it comes to branding yourself, especially in today's times and era? I, I think for, for the long run, I think it's super important. Um, being true to yourself and being real—that's that's your story. You're selling yourself. If you're being—if you're being you, I think that's like the best way to translate who you are. If you're, if you're trying to be someone else, eventually it catches up, and you already know what happens from there. I, I really admire that. The reason why I'm saying that is because one thing that I noticed about your brand is that you're very different. So, for example, you're not like a Baskin Robbins, right? <laughs> you kind of push the envelope, which is what makes you very different and sets you apart from the rest. Let's right. be clear about that, right? Yep. <laughs> and I think when it comes to branding and marketing today, I think that that's what's going to establish your brand in, right. the, long, in the long term. Correct. So I truly admire that about you. So I just wanted to hear your, your point you. of view. Thank you very much. There we go. All right. Is that enough? No? A couple more? Um, sorry. Right here. What about you? I'm just curious. You're so busy with all the I wonder how many days, uh, how many hours you work a day now. Now, it's um, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. My, my wife sometimes not, it's hard to find the balance. Um, That's the real question: how he managed to maintain a relationship through eight different restaurant uh, concepts. <laughs> uh, I have a really good team on board. It helps me, helps me lay out the, a lot of the groundwork. Um, I have a pretty, a, a pretty tight schedule system. Um, I don't take a lot of, I don't take a lot of meetings anymore. Everything has to be like. It has to be for a purpose. It has to be for something. If you're gonna, if I'm gonna work with you or, or have time to, to switch through, um, 
I don't have a lot of time working a lot. Yeah, I work late at night and get up early and, and do it all over again. Will? Uh, what's your opinion on Yelp? Yelp? What's his opinion on Yelp? Hey. It's a good question. Yeah. Yelp is uh, the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Yelp is, Yelp is uh, da dangerous. Uh, I, don't, I don't pick up any of their ad calls. Right. So if you if you notice why I don't pick up your calls because I think I, it looks like if, it if it doesn't have a name I think I assume it's Yelp so I'm not right, picking right, it up. Right, right. <laughs> um, Yelp I think uh, I, I do I do use Yelp I post and I, I think it's fun to use uh, I think it's important um, I don't believe in their business practices on how they do sales but I think it's a great tool and they've just, they've done an amazing job like if you look where to eat like you're always going to use Yelp what's the most reviewed places what's four or five, four and a half five stars that's what you're going to hunt for. Yeah, yeah. a lot of power. All right, one more. How about right there? What are your personal traits that have led you to be successful? Um, I don't really see myself as your traditional business person. Um, I, don't, I don't really do a lot of these things for money. Uh, money doesn't really interest me anymore. Um, <laughs> I think impact, like I guess I mentioned, impact is super important to me. Impact and being creative. Those, I think, those are the things for me. Yeah. Can you repeat that question again? I got lost. Strengths. Um, I'm great at branding. Great at being honest. Um, great at building teams. Great at, great at connecting with others. Um, I'm really, I'm like the dot connector for all the brands. Like I. If you need someone in licensing, you call me. If you need finding, uh, help with finding investment bankers, you're going to call me because I have the network for it. Um, if you need tools on finding the best locations, I, I know exactly where the best places are to eat. So I know, where, I know exactly where you need to open. So I'm like dot connecting, and, and I'm like the information person. Yeah. Weaknesses? Uh, I'm not a numbers person. I, I hate dealing with numbers. Um, anything legal, I just call Nick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like doing the more the creative, the creative side and the branding side and the connecting the dots. That's more of my thing. Yeah. Right on. All right, well, let's give uh, Andy a big hand, huh? All right, so um, thanks to the AC Hotel, obviously. Please go out and tip the bartenders. If you didn't get a drink ticket, there are at least one drink ticket each. Those weren't free. They gave those to us, right? But if you're going to stick around, they're open till 11. There's going to be food out here very shortly, including ice cream. Uh, and the new restaurant, Puesto, is opening in this building later this summer. So enjoy that. It's good food. I've had it. Um, also want to thank um, Silicon Valley Bank uh, and Google for Entrepreneurs, who sponsor Startup Grind. Um, and the other sponsors, my masterminds groups, you guys have seen the cards. So two weeks from tonight, I'm running a masterminds group, which I do at least once a month down at the Spectrum uh, at the WeWork offices. And those are a lot of fun. Um, I invite you to come to that. All right. <laughs> Thank you all very much. All right, that was Thank fun. You. Hope you enjoyed that. Thank you. Thank you. I think it got people excited. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was fun. Thank you. Yeah, good. You did a great job, Scott. Good. Thank you. So there you go. That's my new friend, Andy Wynn, from After's Ice Cream. Quite a guy, huh? Quite a story. Uh, only 32 years old, but already a proprietor of several different restaurant chains. Very successful. I mean, these things, he's come up, even since I did this interview with him last month, um, they've launched some new things, like they brought in Hello Kitty Ice Cream. I think it's the first time it had been done in the United States. There were lines, literally, around the block. I drove past one of the stores last week or two weeks ago, and there were people 
down the block. I mean, hundreds of people <laughs> lined up for this stuff. So he's really got his finger on the button here. And congratulations to him for his success. Now, I hope that this was helpful to you. That's why I did this. And um, I hope that you got some good ideas here. Did you find something inspiring? Did you find uh, some tips, some nuggets of gold in there? It's rare that you get a benefits out of the whole hour. I understand that. But were there some nuggets in there that were helpful to you? Maybe some ideas about how to use Instagram or how to think about your own strategies or your own weaknesses, how to compensate and build partnerships. All these things are critical to the startup grind that is the life of an entrepreneur. And I'm Scott Fox, and I hope this is helpful to you. So if it was, like I said, I'm not going to market this. I'm looking to you for help. So email me at radio at scottfox.com and let me know that it was helpful. That's all you got to say. I just want to know somebody's listening. Or even better would be to write a review over on iTunes or on Facebook or share something on Instagram or Twitter or wherever you hang out, all right? I would appreciate it very much, and that will help me uh, keep doing this for you if you find it valuable. That's all for now. I'm Scott Fox. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in this kind of coaching, I work at uh, mastermindsforum.com, and my books are in Amazon.com and in bookstores worldwide and in many languages. So if I can be of help to you, just let me know. Thanks for listening.